be in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning at verse 12. And I'll read a small portion for us in Spanish and then in English. And we're also going to be preparing today for communion, for the Holy Supper, for the table that Jesus prepares for us. Vamos a prepararnos hoy para tomar comunión juntos como una familia de Dios. And so go ahead and open your, your Bibles up to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 to 18. And um, I will read a, a short part of it in Spanish and then the full version in English. Vamos a leer segunda de Corintios capítulo 3, versículos 17 al 18. I'll read in Spanish, then in English. Ahora bien, el Señor es el Espíritu, y donde está el Espíritu del Señor, allí hay libertad. Así todos nosotros que con el rostro descubierto reflejamos como en un espejo la gloria del Señor, somos transformados a su semejanza con más y más gloria por la acción del Señor que es el Espíritu. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 beginning at verse 12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull, for this day that same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. Verse 15, even to this day when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory from one degree of glory to another, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you. We look to you. We depend on you, Lord, today. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together here as your people. Gracias, Señor, por traernos aquí juntos como tu pueblo. Lord God, we believe these words in this passage that we're being transformed into your image, into your likeness from one degree of glory to another degree of glory. That means that each of us were perfectly in Christ even though that doesn't look perfect in this life, Lord. May we receive that grace knowing that you're the one who takes us from glory to glory from step by step one day after another, God. Lord, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds to take part in your table here this morning. Prepáranos, Señor, para tomar parte en tu comunión, en tu santa cena esta mañana. And Lord, we uh, pray this morning on behalf of this world that so desperately needs you, Lord. We pray, God, for um, all people, including those within our congregation who are hurting or going through challenges, through sickness right now. 
We pray, Lord, your peace, your hand of, of healing, your touch of, of comfort, true comfort to be with them, Lord. Lord, we pray for those that have been navigating logistical challenges this week through, um, through travel, through airlines, through these storms, God. Lord, through some of the flooding that has occurred in this state that's been, um, that's been uh, very unique once in a generation, Lord, over this weekend. And we thank you, Lord, because we have prayed for rain. And now, Lord, also keep those um, safe, Lord, who may be just challenged with some of the, the, um, the flooding and the results, the natural um, outcomes of that. So, Lord, be with them. Have mercy, O Christ. Lord God, we pray for also those within our country that are um, just facing unexpected challenges we think particularly, Lord, of those in East Palestine and Ohio, Lord God, with just that derailment and the contamination that's there, Lord. Lord God, would you continue to, um, to provide, to care for your people, Lord. Use your church, your family, God, to be your hands, your feet, Lord, to bring comfort, to bring peace in the midst of chaos, Lord. And Lord, we do remember this weekend, Lord, that as we've been praying as a church community and even given toward these challenges, Lord, of the past year, we do think of the, the community, the families, the people of Ukraine, Lord, and now experiencing one year since that invasion, Lord, and um, our hearts, Lord, are heavy. Our hearts uh, break for the things that break your heart, Lord, and, and, and such things do, Lord, when nations are at war just for power, for prestige, for all of that, God. And God, I just pray, Holy Spirit, I know these things are shocking for us, but you've navigated this with humanity before. You've navigated differences, challenges, nations divided, all of that before. It's too big for us, but it's not too big for you. And Lord, the message we get, the eternal sign from this table, Lord, is that you have the power, Jesus, to bring order out of chaos, to bring light out of darkness, to bring beauty out of disorder. And so, Lord, our eyes are fixed on you because you, Jesus, are the solution. So, Lord, we lift all these things up to you, Señor. Traemos a ti todas nuestras peticiones. And we believe, God, that you are the one who is able to restore that which is broken. Help us to live and love as your people, God reflecting, as it says here in this passage, reflecting Jesus in our lives, in our words, in our actions, in the fruit of our lives, Lord. May we taste like Jesus when people encounter us, God. And Lord, I pray for this season, which the church throughout history and the world has called Lent, Lord, which is a time to pause, to reflect, to fast, in preparation for Easter, Lord. Help us in this time. Whatever it is that we're dependent on, may we exchange that for true dependence on you, God. Teach us something new this morning, Lord, in this moment of eternity that we're going to take place in just a moment here in your table, Lord. We love you, Jesus, and we pray all of this and so much more, even those prayers that are deep in our hearts, we give them all to you today. In Jesus' faithful name, amen.
Amen. Well, the Lord welcomes us into worship every single Sunday. Every single time we gather together, he welcomes us with open arms, with arms wide open to receive us. And everything we do here in the church service is actually something that's meant to reflect who God is. When you get welcomed or when you come in those doors, that's God welcoming you into this space. When we sing, those are part of our prayers here together as a community. When we open up the word, that's God teaching us something new, something fresh through his word, through his spirit. And so the Lord welcomes us with arms wide open every single Sunday. And today we're going to start this series um, through this season called Lent. Lent is a time that the church throughout history and throughout the world has used. It's 40 days before the day of Easter. And it's a time of preparation. La cuaresma es un tiempo de prepararnos para, um, uh, pa, pa, para el, el, la resurrección en 40 días. La Pascua de Resurrección. So for these next six weeks, we're actually going to be reflecting on how to grow closer in our relationship and in our friendship with Jesus. I know for some of us that can seem a little bit strange or a little bit odd. What does that even mean? If he's our Lord, he's our master, how can we actually be friends with Jesus? But we're going to be reading those precious passages and reflecting and meditating on them throughout Scripture in the Old and New Testament where for God, our, our Father, for Jesus, our Lord, just being servants is not, not, not enough. He's not satisfied with that. He calls us friends. And he wants to be friends with us and to grow in that closeness, intimacy, and friendship together. So we're going to be learning how to be friends with God over these next six weeks in a series that we're calling Face to Face. And um, we're, we're, we're calling it Face to Face because that's how he calls us to come before him with unveiled faces in this passage that we read today. Face to Face right before Jesus and we're going to be actually learning from those who were closest to Jesus, those who were actually with Jesus during his time here on earth. So we're going to be learning lessons from uh, the apostles, those who were Jesus' 12 closest friends that were with him. We're going to be learning lessons from Abraham, who God called friend. And we're going to be reflecting on all of that over these next uh, few weeks but the apostles in particular, they were those 12 that Jesus called to himself. And then he also had other disciples, men and women that would follow him. And they were all called friends of God. And even today in 2023, God is still reaching out and calling us to himself to be friends, friends with him. That's very vulnerable, I think. For the creator of the universe, who can do anything, cause anything, to actually seek friendship and connection and intimacy with us. And we're going to be learning over the next six weeks how we can enter into that friendship and closeness and intimacy with our God. So together, my prayer is that we can open our minds and draw closer to the heart and the mind of the living God. 
Vamos a aprender estas próximas seis semanas cómo entrar en una amistad con nuestro Dios, con Jesucristo. So my heart, my prayer is that, that we can be open to the heart of God and the mind of God. Let's be open to all that the Lord has in store for us in this season as we prepare for Easter, which it may seem like, uh, like Danny is a little early in announcing that, but really it's just, uh, you know, less than uh, about seven weeks away, the whole Easter season. And we're preparing for that already. But mark your calendars. It's going to be a wonderful time to invite friends, invite family, and all of us to enjoy this time together to see and celebrate all that God has done. In Easter, we celebrate that God has done something that has changed everything. Dios ha hecho algo que ha cambiado todo. So today and in this season of Lent, which is preparation for Easter, no matter how we enter into this space this morning, some of us are exhausted, some of us are joyful, some of us are, are feeling um, connected, some disconnected, however it is that we find ourselves here, we're going to take an opportunity to refocus ourselves, to refocus and to rest in the Lord. Nos vamos a reenfocar y descansar en la presencia de Dios to refocus on and rest in the Lord. So part of this time of refocusing for these next 40 days before Easter is us as a church doing whatever it takes to keep the main thing the main thing. Vamos a poner lo principal como lo principal. Keeping the main thing the main thing and keeping first things first. Because as we learned in that series, Hearing from God, sometimes the biggest challenge to spiritual growth and maturity, it's not going to be obstacles. The biggest challenge is distraction. When we don't keep the main thing the main thing, when we make second things first instead of keeping first things first, that's when we get into trouble. But we're going to fix our eyes on Jesus in this season of Lent and keep the main thing the main thing and first things first together. And what's important during this time is for all of us to go back to basics, go back to the essentials. As it says even in the book of Revelation, Jesus uh, talking to the church of Ephesus, go back to your first love, which is him. Vamos a regresar a nuestro primer amor, Jesucristo. So following Jesus, we're going to ask him in this time that he would renew our passion for him, that he would renew our commitment for him, that we would confirm our identity and our purpose in him, not in other things. All those other things will come and they will go. Jesus still remains. Circumstances, they change, situations fluctuate. But this calling that we have from Jesus, he calls us to himself, that is an eternal calling. And our confidence is in our calling, not in our circumstances. We all have different circumstances, but we have one same calling. Tenemos el mismo llamado. Cristo nos llama a sí mismo. We're called together to be a new people, a new family, with a new purpose, new identity, with a new address. Our new address is in Christ. So regardless of whether or not we have this building, we still have the same address, in Christ. 
The Imago Church has never been a building of four walls. It's been a people united in Christ. So we're confident that God will continue to move us forward and provide for us as citizens of heaven, belonging to the kingdom of God in Christ. I love that declaration that we made together um, just a few moments ago as we were singing the song that who we are and who we're not. Who are we not? We're no longer slaves to fear, but we are children of God. No longer just creations, but children of God. Somos hijos e hijas de Dios. So in this time, as we're preparing our hearts for this table and preparing our minds for these ne- this season of Lent, we're going to reflect on all those questions. What is it that I'm putting? Uh, what is it that I'm putting first in front of Jesus? What needs to get put back into its place, so I can keep the main thing the main thing, and first things first? How can I stay in covenant? How can I go deeper in my commitment with Jesus and with His people? How can I draw near to God? And as it says in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Acércate a Dios y él se va a acercar a ti. Draw near to him. He'll draw near to you. So this time of Lent, this time of preparation is a call for each of us to stay in covenant with God and with each other. Because of this, this table... We actually are eternally committed to God. He's eternally committed to us in all that is visible and even that which is invisible. In this life and in the next, that commitment continues. We're in this forever covenant with him. And because we're in that covenant with him, we're actually in that covenant with each other. Estamos en pacto juntos como una familia de Dios. We're in that covenant together. So as we take this time today to celebrate the sacraments that the New Testament call us to observe and celebrate, here at Imago Church, we celebrate communion as a sacrament. We celebrate baptism as a sacrament. We have several opportunities to do all of those every year. And if you haven't been baptized, let us know, and we'd love to set that up for you or for your children. And we take time to celebrate those. And what is a sacrament exactly? You know, ¿qué es un sacramento? Sometimes we just think of sacrament, I mean, the Sacramento, the capital of California, is actually, no, it's not that. It's not just, you know, some kind of, anyway, I won't give my opinion on Sacramento, but it, it's, uh, it, it's actually, Sacramento means sacrament in Spanish, but what exactly is a sacrament? A sacrament is an eternal sign of God's covenant of grace. A sacrament is an eternal sign of God's covenant. Un sacramento es un símbolo, una señal eterna del pacto eterno de Dios. So it's an eternal sign of God's covenant of grace and salvation with us through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. So before we enter into communion this morning, we're going to remind each, other, remind each other of what we believe and why we believe it. 
So before we, we, we prepare for the table, we're actually gonna take time to confess our faith together, and we've learned a little bit about this together at Imago. If you're newer, um, you're going to learn this over time, but it's something that we do together when we prepare for communion. But we take, take time to remind each other of what we believe and why we believe it. We're gonna remind each other of the eternal faith that we share because this is a faith that bonds us. It's a faith that bonds us from this life into eternity, a faith that connects us from this life into the next. The faith that we confess is a faith that reminds us of how deep and how wide and how vast the love of God is. As the Apostle Paul reminds us in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 to 18, so that Christ, it says this, uh, Ephesians chapter 3, 17 to 18, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So we're going to do that just before we prepare for communion. We're going to confess our faith together. So if you're able, we're, we're going to uh, confess the Apostles' Creed together. That's what we believe and why we believe it. We're going to remind each other of that. So if you're able, go ahead and stand. Um, if not, you can remain seated, but it'll be up on the slides. And for those that are in the, uh, online, you can, it'll be on the slides as well. This is the Apostles' Creed. It's what we believe and why we believe it. So family of God, children of God, what do we believe? We believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and in life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Let's be seated. Let's be seated and let's pray. Vamos a orar juntos. God, thank you that we're able to confess and remind each other of what we believe and why we believe it. We don't take it for granted, Lord. We, we believe in you, God, our Father. We believe in Christ the Son. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Creemos en ti, Dios Santo, en la Santa Trinidad, en el Padre, Hijo, el Espíritu Santo. And Lord God, your meal here that you prepare for us you are the head of this meal because you are the head of the table, Lord. 
I love how you say it, Lord, that your Father's house is a big house with many rooms. So there's space for us, Lord. Even though we're different, we come from different uh, mindsets, from different cultures, from different personalities, but you have many rooms in your house, Lord. So you make space for us, and for that we're grateful because you are the head of the table. We don't decide who's on this table. You do, Jesus, and you invite us to draw near, Lord. You invite us to take part in this beautiful time of prayer, of reflection, of praise, and of communion. So now, let's take a moment to center ourselves as we prepare for the Lord's table. Vamos a prepararnos para entrar a la mesa del Señor. So right now, just as you are, right where you are, this is a time to center yourself. Refocus your thinking. That burden, that challenge, that thought that's keeping you up at night, give it to God right now. Dale a Dios ese pensamiento, esa pesadilla, dáselo a Él ahora mismo. Thank you, Lord, that you invite us into common union with you, to have friendship, to have intimacy, to have connection. We don't deserve it. We didn't manufacture it, but you make it happen, Lord. And this table is an eternal sign of that reality, Lord. Help us, Lord God, to quiet our hearts. Nos vamos a preparar para tomar en comunión to quiet our hearts, and then after doing so, we'll take a step toward you, Lord, in this table that you invite us to. Amen. Beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Supper which we're about to celebrate is a feast of remembering, a feast of communion, and a feast of hope. Amados en el Señor Jesucristo, la Santa Cena que estamos por celebrar es una fiesta memorial de comunión y de esperanza. We come here this morning remembering that our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he was sent of the Father into the world to assume our flesh and our blood and to fulfill all of, all of the obedience of the a divine law, even to the bitter and the shameful death on the cross. 
Recordamos que el Padre envió al mundo a nuestro Señor Jesucristo para que tomara de nuestra carne y sangre y para que cumpliera por nosotros obediencia a la ley divina hasta el extremo de una amargosa y vergonzosa muerte en la cruz. We come here this morning with this same Christ who has promised to be with us always, even to the end of the world. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will always be with you. It's the same Christ who has promised to be with us always, even to the end of the age. And in the breaking of the bread, he makes himself known to us as the true heavenly bread. The true heavenly bread that strengthens us unto life eternal. And in this cup, this is a cup of blessing. He comes to us in the vine in whom we must abide if we are to bear fruit in this life. Because as we've been reminded by our Lord Jesus, I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We need him to bear fruit. Nos acercamos para tener comunión con el propio Cristo quien nos ha permitido, nos ha prometido estar con nosotros por siempre hasta el fin del mundo. Él jamás nos dejará, jamás te desamparará. We come in hope believing that this bread and this cup is actually a pledge, it's a foretaste It's an eternal sign of God's love for us. It's a pledge, it's a sign of what we're going to partake in in his kingdom. When his kingdom has fully come, when with unveiled faces, as it's said in that beautiful passage, we are able to see him face to face, we shall behold him as he is made like unto him in his glory. Nos acercamos con esperanza creyendo que este pan y esta copa son una promesa y, y muestra de la fiesta de amor en la cual estaremos cuando su reino venga en su plenitud. Cuando con rostros descubiertos lo veamos cara a cara hechos como él en su gloria. Let's pray together prayer of thanksgiving God send your Holy Spirit upon us we pray that the bread which we break and the cup which we bless may be to us the communion of the body and the blood of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior grant that being joined together in him we may attain the unity of the faith and grow up into all things into Christ our Lord And as this grain has been gathered from many fields into one loaf, and these grapes have been gathered from many fields into one cup, grant, O Lord, that your whole church may soon be gathered from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord Jesus, on the same night that he was betrayed, He actually took the bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it. 
And he gave it to them, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ, because he loves us. El Señor Jesús, la misma noche que fue entregado, tomó el pan y dando gracias lo partió y se lo dio a sus discípulos diciendo tomen, coman, este es mi cuerpo que por ustedes se ha partido. Hagan esto en memoria de mí. After the same manner, our Lord Jesus, he took the cup and he poured it. And when he had supped it, he said to his disciples, to his friends, he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. Después de la misma manera, también tomó la copa, diciendo a sus discípulos, esta copa es el nuevo pacto en mi sangre. Tomen de, este, de, 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 este, um, de esta copa cuando se recuerden de mí. Do this and drink of it. Eat of this bread, drink of this cup in remembrance of me. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, Espíritu Santo, desciende en este lugar. Holy Spirit, descend on this place right now. We thank you, God, for bringing us together. You're the one who can do it, Lord. On our own, we cannot unite ourselves. We don't have what it takes, Lord. Each one of us wants different things. But Lord, you're the one that brings unity amidst diversity, who brings one body amongst different parts, Lord. So we pray, Lord, that we would live into and lean into that unity today as a church body. May this cup and this bread represent your real presence with us, Jesus, here and now. Your real presence with us, Lord, wherever we go, you are there with us, Lord. We pray and we confess that we have done many things, Lord. There are things that we've done, things that we're proud of, things that we're not proud of, Lord. We confess right now those things that we've done as well as those things that, and actions that we have left undone, but you've called us to. Confesamos hoy, Señor, cualquier pecado, cualquier pesadilla, te la damos a ti, Dios Santo. We, we confess, Lord. We tell you the truth. We don't have to hide in front of you. So right now we're giving everything to you. We surrender all. We yield all to you, Jesus, today. And we thank you, God, for the gift of your table, of this precious table. We thank you for the gift of your welcome and of your hospitality toward us, God. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we remember that this is your table and you call us to approach it, Lord, with thanksgiving, but with honor and reverence as well, Lord. As the Apostle Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians 11:28, let each person examine themselves, himself or herself, then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Thank you, Lord, that this is a time for everyone. 
It can be a time to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. It can be a time to rest, reflect, repent, and receive, Lord. Lord, today as we take of this bread and this cup, that's a sign, Lord, of our trust and our, our declared faith in you, Jesus, today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you always provide. Amen. So as we prepare for a taking of the feast, we're going to invite some of our elders and overseers, our brother John and our brother Al, to come and they will help in serving the elements. But as we prepare for that, um, we're actually going to uh, say a prayer first. And these last few weeks, we've been talking about the power of memorized prayers. And a part of the challenge and the invitation for the church is that together this year, we would memorize the Lord's Prayer. Or, um, and so we're going to pray the, the prayer that the Lord Jesus taught us as we prepare to take of the bread and of the cup. And so it should be right up in the screen, or if you're watching online, it should be on the slides. But we're going to pray the Lord's Prayer together before we take of the bread and the cup, just right where we are. Vamos a orar juntos el Padre Nuestro antes de tomar de la copa y del pan. The Lord's Prayer, which comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 9 to 13. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Friends, brothers, sisters, this is the feast of God for the people of God. As you prepare your hearts, let's come, let's stand, and move forward to one of the serving stations and receive of the bread and of the cup. And then after you go back to your seat, we will take of the meal together. If you need assistance in getting the bread or the cup to you, just signal to one of us and one of our servers will bring the cup and the bread over to you. The feast of God for the people of God. Let's stand and receive of the bread and of the cup.
Amen. Together, as one body, we're now going to take and eat of the elements. Friends, brothers, sisters, this bread is the body of Christ broken for you because he loves you. El cuerpo de Cristo, porque te ama. Let's eat together as a family. Children of God, family of God, this is the blood of Christ shed for you because he loves you. La sangre de Cristo por usted, porque te ama. Let's drink together of the cup. Let's pray. We praise and thank you, O Lord Jesus. Thank you because you have fed us at your precious table. We're grateful for your gifts and we are mindful of this connection, of this common union, of this friendship that you seek with us, Lord. This unity that you have called us to as members of your family, as brothers and sisters united in Jesus Christ. We offer to you, Lord, prayers for all people. God of compassion, God of mercy, we lift up to you all of those who are hurting, Lord. We remember before you the poor and the afflicted. We remember the sick and the dying, Lord. We remember prisoners and those who are lonely and isolated, Lord. Those who have been the victims of injustices, Lord. And all who suffer, thank you, Lord, for this eternal sign that you give us through the Lord's Supper, the hope of the gospel through communion, which you remind us in your precious word, Lord, in Ephesians 1.10, that you, Lord, you bring unity to all things together in heaven and on earth under Christ. How, Lord? We don't know. It's a mystery, but this table represents that 
that you bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. You've brought things together, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of communion, for the gift of the sacraments. Thank you for the eternal signs, Lord, for your covenant of grace, of mercy, of salvation with us, Lord. Thank you for your forgiveness, even when we don't deserve it. Te damos gracias, Señor, por tu perdón, por tu amor. Thank you, Lord, for this eternal sign, this seal, Lord God, of who you are to us and what we mean to you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness, your faithfulness that is forever, Lord God. That's what this table represents, that nothing can separate us from the love of God, nothing in heaven or on earth, nothing far or wide, Lord, nothing too big, nothing too small can separate us from the love of God. Lord, thank you for your promises. Thank you for your presence that's here with us today. May we know, Lord, that our true identity and our true purpose is not in what we call ourselves or in others or what others call us, but it's in the image of God, Lord. Our purpose comes from the image of Christ, God. Thank you for all of these image bearers, these beautiful image bearers created in your image here today, Lord God. Those here in person, those online, Lord. Those who you've touched through this ministry and those who you've touched through your grace and salvation throughout history and the world. We forever know who we are, Lord, because we know exactly whose we are. We are yours. Pertenecemos a ti, Dios Santo. We love you, Lord, and we pray all of this in the name above all names, the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together as we close with this song.